sit back and enjoy this best of Cooking in the Dark. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly, guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Hey, everybody. This is Dale Campbell, the dude with the food, the man with the plan, and you caught me just in the nick of time because... Vacation is calling. I've got islands on the mind, but that's all right. In fact, if you're hearing this now, wherever you're hearing this, you can be guaranteed I am on the beach with a rum drink in my hand. But we've got something better than that planned for you today. We have a special guest. She flew all the way in from the west coast, the northwest coast, up there near Canada, pretty close to Canada. She promised not to talk with a Canadian accent. So we're, without further ado, let's bring her on in out of the, what color is that room now? Purple, I think. Out of the purple room. It's Marlena, everybody. A, A. Oh, hey, oh, what? <laughs> the, the, the Canadian pretending to be Marlena. <laughs> the Canadian. A, it's not really Marlena, y'all. What are you talking y'all. about? What are you talking That's... about? <laughs> now that I've offended all of your Canadian listeners, I sure am glad to be on Cooking in the Dark. Hello, well, everybody. Well, welcome. <laughs> Believe me, if they're still listening to me after the things I've said about them, I've called them <laughs> Dallasonians, you know. I've called them <laughs> being close to Dallas. No, we can't do that either. I was going to say, why do you want to bring that up? They've probably, like, forgotten and forgiven, and now here you go. You bring it up, throw it, and everybody Yeah, knows. oh, well. Yeah. That's the way it is. Man, on today's show with Marlena here, we are gonna we're gonna jump into the garden a little bit. Things are starting to grow, things are starting to bloom. Allergies, I hope, are starting to subside for everybody. Huh. I talked to a, a gentleman in Arizona, Phoenix, and it's only about 115 there in the shade now. So, you know, summertime's almost here. <laughs> Phoenix era get down zona. Yeah, era hot dog zona. That's it. <laughs> That's it. We could do we could do cooking in the dark live from the sidewalk. Just throw some bacon That's down. Right. And start That's sizzling. right. We could make we could make eggs Benedict a la sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. In it easily, easily. Hey, uh before we get going here with the show, do you want uh would you like red or white? Well, um, you know I'd love some Merlot. Okay. Well, Cheryl, would you take care of that please? Absolutely. See and y'all are kicked back right there in those nice big lovely recliners. Isn't this, oh, isn't this marvelous? Like, we turn the tables. The ladies just sort of sit around. We make a few comments. And then yeah. To do the cooking. This is good. That's right. I That's love right. that. That's good. Today's show, folks, what we're going to investigate, I've got a, a huge, and when I say huge, cucumber, this thing is probably about three and a, maybe about three inches in diameter. 
And it is, let me see, I've got it on our flexible chopping mat, and it actually extends. The flexible chopping mat, y'all, is 15 inches long, mm -hmm. and it extends off about an inch and a half past the mat. Wow. It's, it's a Texas, way, just a little, it's just a little baby Texas mats. cucumber. Those flexible chopping mats are wonderful. They are the best. I love them. You know what I like the most about them, Marlena, is I've got all six of them hanging on a hook inside my cupboard. Yeah. They take up no yeah. space. They're wonderful. And what I love about them is that once you've chopped up your stuff, then you can sort of roll them up and carry it to the pan or the bowl or whatever and just dump it all in. And they're just wonderful. Oh, yeah. Them. They are. They're great for that, too. No scooping. Ah, what's this? Oh, yeah. They're gum, gum, yeah. Stones. yeah. Mission, mission. Yeah. Now, we're going to do something cool with this cucumber, and this is kind of a little local snack, I guess. Um, Candace, you know, teaches over in Galena Park, which is kind of a Hispanic area of town here in Houston. And she brought this back for me, a little snack they had one day, which is uh, awesome for the summer and very easy to make. We're also going to talk about making salsa, and not just any mm. salsa, y'all. This is salsa from tomatoes that are grown in the garden right out there. Oh, yum. The little jalapenos. Now, the, the onion I did have to go buy. So these are tomatoes from the uh, topsy-turvy thing? Um, kind of. Okay. Now, the topsy-turvy, y'all know, about four or five weeks ago, we planted tomatoes in it. We planted jalapenos in another one, and they were jamming, growing like crazy, had tomatoes, really nice. I went out there, in fact, two days ago, and all I had were stems. What? Oh, no. Uh -uh. Some little caterpillar bug got on there. I had like, there was like four jalapenos, little jalapenos growing. Mm -hmm. They ate leaves and all the jalapenos. I'm like, man, I hope that made you guys burn up inside. They ate all the leaves off the tomatoes, but they did not eat the tomatoes. Oh. So I'm like, man, well, there went that experiment, you know. Mm -hmm. But now in a pot, here's the thing that's weird. In a pot, we've got two. We've got a sweet banana pepper growing and, a, and another jalapeno growing, you know, plants. And those things are producing like crazy. In fact, last night we pulled some of the banana peppers off, put a little olive oil on them, a little mm. Greek seasoning, a little salt pepper, and put them on the grill for about three minutes on each side. Oh. There was this guy that lived in Ohio, y'all, and he had a wooden leg. And he had it insured for, and it cost like 2200 bucks to insure it. Because the wooden, I mean, this leg costs like goodness gracious. It cost a whole bunch, you know. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he moved to Arkansas, and he went to ask him about insuring it there, you know. And the insurance agent pulled it up. Oh, thirty-nine dollars. What? <laughs> how can? How are we going to insure that for thirty-nine dollars here when it cost over two thousand to insure it in in Ohio? And the agent goes, Well, it's all in how you word it. See, it says right here. He flipped his computer screen around for him, and it says any wooden structure that is underneath a sprinkler system, you can insure for thirty-nine bucks. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be right back after these messages while the eyes roll. There's four of them over there. We'll be right My back. My artificial eyes are clinking. <laughs> All right. Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell. And Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. And not only that, Marlena's here too. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm drinking this Merlot and it's delicious. And you're in Texas, girl. Oh, that's right. I'm in Texas. Darn it. I thought I was in Seattle, but what do I know? Yeah. It's all flying, never... that flying that you get. Yeah, now, my if, arms are tired. If you ever buy a, you know, a big cucumber or have one given to you like this and you're not going to be able to sit down and eat the whole thing at one shot, just peel 
what you need to peel, you know, about the amount you want to eat. And if you keep the peel on the rest of it, cover it up a little bit. Now, when you go to use it again, the end that's where you've made the cut at, where you've cut off what you've peeled is going to, you know, you need to whack off a little bit of that, but the rest of the cucumber will keep nicely. So what I'm doing y'all real quick, I've got my vegetable peeler. I've put my hand around this cucumber kind of just as a line, if you will. And I'm moving the vegetable peeler up to my hand and just coming straight down the cucumber to the end. And as I'm doing so, I'm just slightly turning the cucumber so that I get all the peel off. And as you run your hand, if you check the area you just peeled and where you've peeled at, it's really smooth and cool and soft. You can definitely feel the difference in the cucumber from where you've peeled it and where you haven't. So let me come over here. I'm gonna whack off the part I peeled, set the rest of this off to the side. Now this little snack, y'all, the thing that makes this go, it's a little spice. It's a Mexican spice. It's called Tejan. If I'm pronouncing that right, it's spelled T-E-J-I-N. And it's a little mix of seasonings. It has some lime in it. It has some chili powder. It has some pepper. It's not real, real spicy. It's not real salty. What you really taste is that lemon. Mm. So what I'm doing is I'm slicing my cucumber into what I'm hoping is gonna be about quarter inch slices. What I'm doing, I've got, I'm holding it between my thumb and my middle finger. My forefinger is on top of the cucumber. And I just slide my forefinger back to what I think is about a quarter of an inch. It's perpendicular on top. And I move the knife blade back to my fingernail and then just push straight down through the cucumber. Now cucumbers are pretty soft. They slice almost like butter. Mm -hmm. Okay, now for the hard part here, we've got our slicing. Let me get a, uh, plate here and I'll bring these over to y'all. Lay out your cucumbers on your plate and then we're just going to sprinkle the Tejan, Tejin, it's Tejas so the J is an H, Tejan, 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 I don't know, T-E-J-I-N man. Tell them I'm looking for that Mexican thing that blind dude was blabbering about. Okay, we've got them out. Now all you do is simply just sprinkle this over the top. Oh, I love it. And you get the nice cool cucumber. Right. And it, it has this nice, I won't say it's like a taco or a heavy pepper taste. What you really get is a lot of the lemon flavor. Mmm, let me try this here. Mmm, out of sight. Very quick and easy and a great little snack to put out. Sounds wonderful. I can't wait Before to have some. Bring it over. There you go. Mm. And watch Cheryl. Don't put it on the table between y'all, Marlena, because Cheryl's quick. Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm on Cheryl's side now. Don't you be picking on my main girl. Hey. <laughs> I'm just giving you the heads up. I, We're going to double team you. Yeah. I know. I, I think we can manage this. We can manage to manage. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. In case y'all, in case you didn't it. notice, Cheryl, see, I knew that might happen. So when I came in this morning, I moved the chairs an extra ten feet away. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you chunk anything at me, see, you might just miss. All so, right. Dale, how do you spell that spice again? T e j i n. T e j i n. I'm a, I'm guessing because Spanish for Texas is Tejas. T e j a s. And the yeah. J in Spanish carries an yeah. H sound. Like Julio is really, you know, Jesus is really Jesus. Yeah, or Jesus now, is really Jesus, depending Jesus, on your Mom. perspective. There you go. Ooh, yeah. and sometimes my perspective, ooh, don't ask me that in a oh, week. Oh, I know. I don't think I want to know your perspective. <laughs> you know what they say, man. If you got something bad to say about somebody, just pull up a chair. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. What I'm doing here, I'm just, uh, I'm just real quickly cutting the tops out of my tomatoes. And what I've got is a paring knife. I'm holding it between, again, my thumb and index finger. And I've got my forefinger down on top of the blade, probably about a half an inch from the end of the blade. But with it being on top, it helps me to serve as a guide. Okay, this is how deep I want to slide the knife in. I'm sliding the knife in just around where it was picked from the vine. And then I just simply kind of twist the tomato in a circle and with the knife inserted in under where the stem connects and just kind of cut that part out. I've got one, two, three, we've got five tomatoes. They they're about baseball size, y'all. Oh. So they're not real great big guys, but they're not real little guys, but they are fresh. So let me slice these into quarters here. Some of them are a little, some of them will go into halves and I'm just dropping these into the food processor. Now in the food processor, we've got the S blade in place. And when y'all mess with a food processor, be careful. The blades are very sharp. Well, look at that. Another cucumber. Hmm. I guess I didn't get them all on your plate. <laughs> but be very careful because they can be very sharp when you're touching and feeling and you know, messing around with, with stuff in the stores on display. What you're saying is food processors can also be finger processors if you're not yes. careful. <laughs> yes. It yes. is very easy to get a piece of your fingertip yes. there. Gives All a whole right. new meaning to blood pudding, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Oh. <laughs> and not a good one. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I said that. It's okay. Dale has said one. See, there's just something about being on this show that just brings out the... I know, it just brings out the badness. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, I listen to your show and you're, you know, you, you put your I halo know. on and stuff. But I know. We just, that's that's why that room's back there, that little purple room. It's purple now, you know, you've got horns. I'm just so pick glad. your set of horns, put them on, come on out. I'm so glad. Can I leave them there when I'm done? <laughs> yeah, or you take them with you. Oh, oh gosh. We're an equal opportunity offender. I mean, um, an equal opportunity <laughs> Okay, now I've got one white onion, and the onion is about, um, oh, it's a little bit large. It's bigger than a baseball, y'all, smaller than a softball, and a, and a regular softball, not a beep softball. Woo, that'd be a heck of an onion there. Our space, our place, had a beep baseball game, and we invited kids and their families to come out and play, and it was so much fun. We had uh, some volunteers who joined us, and the families came, and everybody put on blindfolds and tried hitting the ball ah, it was nice. like, it was like nothing i mean the volunteers came they're like we're playing too <laughs> very good that is awesome took a blindfold and then we had the dads helped us set up and one dad was a pitcher another dad was a catcher and then after all the kids batted the dads and even the moms put on blindfolds and tried it oh so that's the, cool just, you know the siblings put it i was like oh, that's so cool and we didn't even have to like force anybody <laughs> to do they very nice dead, man so. very nice that's cool it was, it was nice. that's what makes it so much fun yeah. okay here's what we've got in the food press we've got our five tomatoes, five tomatoes. i've got one onion that i quartered you know peeled it mm -hmm. of course to peel it y'all what i like doing is i like cutting it in half first yeah and then cut it in it's quarters yeah. you know because the flat slide down yeah. and then you can cut off the ends where the the stems are you know the bad parts and then and yeah. peel it also it and just it makes it a little bit easier a lot more easily yeah it's a, it peels a lot more easily that way <laughs> oh we have salsa. Did you put now, any cilantro in there or no? Not just yet. Right. I was just getting it kind of chunked up here. Okay. So I'm just kind of reaching my hand in here. Yeah, we're starting to get there. We've got some tomatoes that are 
Still, we need a little more time there. Now we've got to put in some fresh cilantro. And, oh, cilantro. So about, about how much cilantro are you putting in there, sir? Well, I put in a little, but because it's good, I put in a lot. So, I'm actually putting in about three three sprigs, you know, of fresh. Okay, so okay. what does that come out to be? Maybe um, uh, maybe about a quarter cup of just okay. the leaves. You know, not real yeah. compressed, just laying in a. In yeah. a and cilantro is one of those things you can add to your taste. Yeah, I was going to say that really depends because Mr. Cummings is not a huge cilantro fan. So neither is Mrs. Lieberg. Ah, <laughs> so what I would say and what I do is I just put a little bit in for the bit of. Uh, salsa that he's getting <laughs> and then once we've sort of scooped out his bit we toss in some more cilantro because I love sort of the smell and the bite of it and everything see I think it tastes like ivory soap <laughs> Really? Wow. Yeah, to me, I like it. It's kind of it's it's kind of a peppery taste, but it's not a real spicy. T it's definitely something that you probably, I mean, you acquire, yeah. you know? Um, I just put in a teaspoon of ground cumin. Mm. I'm going to add a splash of lemon juice. And when I say a splash, it's probably about a tablespoon. You don't want a lot to overpower, right. but just enough to kind of enhance. Now, are you using real lemon juice or the kind in the squeezy thing or the frozen kind? That's uh, real it's, it's real lemon juice, yeah. Uh, and it's not – now, when you when you go to buy, like, lemon or lime juice, if you'll go to where the juice aisle is, where they sell the tomato juices and the orange juices yeah. and all that in bulk, they'll have big bottles. This is like a 32-ounce bottle yeah. of lemon juice. Uh. And it's, a, it's almost the same cost as what one of those little bitty squeezy things that you get in the produce department costs. Yeah. Because, wow. I remember one time I was looking at making a key lime pie off of Henry Casson's recipe. I was like, holy cow. There's going to be no way. It calls for too much lemon juice. <laughs> I could just see myself, I mean, of lime juice sitting there forever trying to squeeze out enough juice to make it happen. So those big bottles, I've never bought them, but those big bottles, they're actually as good as... You know, if you were squeezing all those lemons or limes. Yes, huh? they sure are. Henry gave me a recipe for these that is, um, it's one cup of lemon juice, one cup of, you want to take a cup of water and boil it and then add a cup of sugar to that for your um, your triple sec, basically, if you want to call it that. Your, and then you take uh, one cup of lemon juice and add six more cups of water to uh -huh. a pitcher. Dump it all in uh -huh. together. My gosh, y'all. It makes just a fantastic lemonade. Ah. Really quick and easy also. Okay, we've got our lemon juice in. We've got our jalapenos. I put in two jalapenos, two little ones, about the half the size of my pinky. Our tomatoes, our cilantro, our onion. Grind this up a little bit, and we'll put a little salt and pepper to taste. Boy, I tell you, food processors are just awesome. They make everything so easy. They do. They no, do. no argument there. <laughs> I mean, from, you know, making breads and dough to cookies and... Yeah. Uh, Meatloafs to salsa. All right, let me get a little bit of salt so I can season this up. Salt it up just a little bit. I remember one time I made tomato soup. Oh, not tomato, potato soup, I'm sorry. And uh, I put too much salt in it, and the only remedy was more potatoes. Well, <laughs> I was out of potatoes. <laughs> so it was just a salty dish. There you go. Let's see what we've got here. Sometimes that happens. Mmm, a little spicy, but mmm, good. Oh, yeah. A lot spicy, Ooh. but good. All right. So there y'all go. There y'all go. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'll take some more wine, please. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know, Cheryl. Should we give him more wine? I'm not sure. I don't know. But he did give us those cucumber things. That's true. Let's give him a little more. Okay, just pour me half a glass. There you go. All or right, half just a glass. Half. <laughs> because you're driving. All right, <laughs> That's right. That's right. The salsa, again, it was about five fresh tomatoes, an onion, two to three jalapenos or one jalapeno, depending on how hot you want it. If you still don't want it that hot, remember to cut it open and scrape, you know, the seeds in the membrane out. Drop that in. A little bit of cumin, a little salt, a little pepper to your taste. Cilantro to your preference. If you like it, put a little in. If you like it a lot, put a lot in. If you don't like it all, leave it all out. If you're making this for yourself and somebody that doesn't like cilantro, put a lot in. And then you'll have it all. So. <laughs> all right. Wait a minute. The cilantro Salt. haters of America want to say something here. <laughs> ah, okay. we got to go for a break right now. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back, y'all, on Cooking in the Dark, and we're going to jump into a seven-layer salad. Mm. All uh, with a little Dale twist to it. We'll be right back, Cooking in the Dark. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Marlena, and next to me here is Cheryl. And we're kicking back and having some great Merlot, while our friend, Mr. Dale Campbell, is still continuing to prove you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight. What are we doing, Dale? Where are we? Man, I'm fixing to come over there and just... I wonder how many people thought this was your show and not our show. Like, oh! I know! <laughs> 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 Crap, it's Tuesday already? What's up? <laughs> they're like, where'd they go? <laughs> where'd they go? <laughs> Dude said he was taking a break. He meant it. Oh, uh, we're going to be making a, um, a really awesome seven-layer dip. And the cool thing Ooh. about a seven-layer dip is if it has eight layers, rename it. If it has less. But, and you can put, I've seen seven-layer dips with refried beans, with guacamole, with sour cream, with tomatoes, with salsa, with meat with it's pretty much a catch-all whatever you want to toss in there we're going to do ours with some refried beans some sour cream some guacamole some tomatoes some black olives some cheese and we're going to dress it up a little bit we're going to make a couple other things happening what i'm doing right now is just kind of prepping i've got my tower grater out and i've got the coarsest grate selected i guess you want to call it that which selecting it means i've just got it turned so i can use that side of it <laughs> no buttons to push no hassles, just pretty easy to do. I'm just grating up. I want about two cups of grated cheese. I'm using a sharp cheddar. Just, I really like the flavor of sharp cheddar, especially in a dish like this because we're going to have so many flavors. You want them all to kind of pop when somebody takes a bite of this stuff. Let me get our guacamole prepped. Get one of our little perfect bowls out of here. A little six-quart one. The guacamole I bought, y'all, was already pre-guacked. I just have to mole it. <laughs> <laughs> Which means it, it comes in two parts. The avocado is on one side, kind of pressure sealed, if you will. And I know, I know, y'all. I just did not have, think we were going to have time in here today, you know, with Marlena in the house. Woo! We're doing hey, other hey, stuff. Hey, hey, stuff. Cooking. Oh, girl, we're just sitting around talking, and you know, next thing you know, oh, crap, you know, it's already Tuesday, and we're on your show. What's up? <laughs> That's right. Now you're on my show. <laughs> Let me uh, cut these open here. So this is a, a pre-prepared guac. I'm a frugal shopper. That's my story. Uh, and you're Actually, it's not it. frugal. It's just plain old cheap. Cheap, yes. We know, don't we, Cheryl? Frugal. We're going to call you frugal. 
the wine I served y'all had a cork. It didn't have a screw-off lid. So there's some things you don't <laughs> And we actually were very surprised at that, but we were delighted. Yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't going to say anything, at least not while yeah. you, you were standing right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is... It's a um, it's a store item, so... So the brand is Product Not Found. Product Not Found. That's the brand yes. name. Yes, <laughs> uh, This time of year, they may or may not have, you know, the block already ready to go. This is great to pick up if you're on your way to a party. You can just make it on the fly, make it in the front seat, make it on the bus. <laughs> Aaron Rainey contacted me from Eagle High School mm -hmm. in Eagle... Idaho, because they have a little, they have a blind student that's going to be taking home ec next year. And the home ec teacher was, Panic? how can we say, freaking out about it. Yeah. Oh. So I said, by golly, you know, I gave them some recipes and told them all about the, the cooking show to go listen to that. And then I was like, you know what, you contact me if she has any more problems. Yeah. I'll fly up there and teach that class. <laughs> Actually, I'll call, go up there and me and my sign will pick it to school. <laughs> Well, call well, me because I don't just next door. They picked up some of the new Braille measuring cups and spoons for her oh, and uh, a nylon knife. Mm -hmm. You know, I recommended that for her, you know, learning how to cut and slice. The nylon knife's a nice little tool for that, so it, it's almost impossible to cut yourself with. Plus, it does a great job. Okay, our guac is mixed. Guacamole. Oh, so what's, uh, what's the first layer? I, I'm sorry. Uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of getting prepped so that when we start building, we can just build. Okay. Now, I've got a nice head of romaine lettuce. Oh, summer, and oh, it's so nice, y'all, to have a head of lettuce that it doesn't take two heads to make a salad, you know? Hmm. I think iceberg lettuce is a waste. Yeah, no, there's no value. I mean, there's no nutritional value in iceberg lettuce. No, it's just, it's there. It's okay. It works. Candace had a um, ice turkey burger, and they actually wrapped that up in lettuce. You know, no bun. It was a oh. lettuce bun. It was really cool. Oh, yum. Oh, course, yum. I would we, love that. We left there and went to an all-you-could-eat place so we could have the rest of our dinner. <laughs> <laughs> burgers were kind of tiny, but no, 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 they weren't that bad. They were really good. It was a nice little change. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. I think we'll have to do we'll have to do a show with that, Cheryl, where we do some um, some wraps like that. Oh, no. Ooh, yeah. All right. That would be wonderful. Let me um, get my lettuce knife out, my nylon knife that I was just speaking of. This knife was actually developed, y'all, for cutting lettuce. It's like a chef's knife. Mm -hmm. It's about six inches long, shaped like a chef's knife, and it's designed being out of nylon so that when you cut your lettuce with it, it won't cause the ends of the lettuce to oxidize and turn brown after a while. On the other hand, I also use it all the time. And of course now, there it is. Come, come, son, come. It's great also for like use if you have brownies or a cake or something in a nonstick pan. Mm -hmm. Really anything oh, yeah. in a nonstick pan because yeah. it won't scratch your pans. Scratch the pan, yeah, yeah. But I've used it when I've smoked ribs. I've used it to cut the ribs. I've used it to cut brisket, steak, wow. potatoes, carrots. It'll cut everything. The bottom edge is kind of a serrated blade, if you will. Really hard to cut yourself with it. That's one thing, reason I really recommend it for beginner cooks starting out learning, you know, if you've got to learn new techniques on how to cut and slice. And yeah, like I said, man, yeah. when I first lost my sight, I knew how to cook bacon, but didn't know how to do it blind. Almost burnt my house down doing it. That was some crispy bacon, too. <laughs> crispy bacon and crispy curtains. <laughs> crispy, yes. Crispy curtains, too. Oh, my gosh. 
That was so funny. The next phone call, the next call that came in, the next time the phone rang, I mean, not more than 20 minutes after I got the fire and all that stuff out, was my real estate agent. I'm like, man, did somebody call you? Why? (laughs) Um, I don't want to tell you. (laughs) The next thing out of her mouth would have been, you're canceled, (laughs) you crazy person. But I was going to say, I mean, that sort of stuff happens, you know? And the thing is... And I tell you what, it doesn't only happen to blind people. I was going to say, even for people who are sighted, I mean, you know, things happen in the kitchen you just have to be aware of them and then know not to do it the next time yeah i think that sometimes especially new blind cooks really are terrified that something like that will happen and you know what it probably will but i mean it happens to everybody i mean i had um when I was 12, we got an electric stove, and silly old me, I took a tea kettle off the stove. Instead of grabbing for a pot holder, I picked it up with a towel. Well, never even occurred to me that the towel was hanging down, and it hit the electric stove coil, and boom, it went up right around my hand, and I mean, fortunately... You know, I had the presence to throw it in the sink, and and fortunately that worked. But, you know, you just got to say, wow, I'll never do that again. (laughs) Yeah, and it's just, it's it's awareness, you know. I mean, um, there was a story of a lady in Chicago that burnt herself really badly because she was cooking breakfast one morning, and she had on a real loose robe with big, fluffy, you know, (laughs) sleeves. Oh, my gosh. So it's just, just awareness and think a little, you know. Yeah. But. I cook, I mean, in our studio here, it's um, gas, you know, a flame, and I love it. I, I just do not like cooking with electric now, and just because of the, it heats up so quickly and goes down so quickly, and, and I'm used to it, I guess, too, preferences. Okay, we've taken a can of black beans, just 15-ounce can of black beans, bloop, plopped it right here into our food processor. These are whole beans. Go ahead and drain them before you drop them in. What I did was um, took the lid off, and I got my little can colander out, put it over the can, and turned it upside down in the sink so the liquid in the beans drained off. Okay. And now I've got a can of Rotel tomatoes here, and I'm going to do the same thing with it. I'm just going to let it drain the liquid out. I'm going to keep the tomatoes and the peppers and the onions that are all in here, the green chili peppers. Mm -hmm. I want to do this just to add a little bit of kick to our refried beans that we're going to be making. So now I've put the black beans and our Rotel tomatoes drained, both of them, in the food processor. This is going to be our foundation. Mm. Put it on churn. Put it on, um, set it for refried beans. There we go. What size can of tomatoes? Um, it's a 10-ounce can. The beans are a 15-ounce can. Here's where we're going to go. You know what? I might add. I'm going to add another can of beans just because they're so good. Just because you can. Uh, Be- yeah. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting to see if anyone got that. Either that or it was two-thirds of a pun, P-U. I'm not sure which. Right. Y'all, are, y'all only gave me half a can of yeah. Half a half a bottle of wine. Yeah, well, Sharon and I've had a bottle and a half, so yeah. there you go. I know. <laughs> We're really relaxing over here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We got our I feet up, the man. Pop you know. up. <laughs> yeah, we got our feet up, and <laughs> we be the girls. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. The good thing that I'm thinking is that you didn't read your whole contract with us. We forgot to tell you about the part where the guest cleans the kitchen. That's because you sent it to me in PDF. 
That's right. We have more guests uh, that never show up. Dang. They said they were flying in today. Yeah, well, I passed them on the way, and their arms weren't as strong as mine. So That's right. I said, hey, you stay there. I'll take care of it. That's right. I got it handled. All right. Turn them up just a little bit more. Now, the seven-layer salad is so cool because basically all you do is just build it straight up from the ground up. So those beans that you just did with the beans and the and the tomatoes, they've become your refried beans? Yes. You know, refried beans are just really like mashed up beans that are yeah. got a lot of grease and stuff in them. I prefer doing them this way. One, because I just love black beans. And the other is because I just love black beans. <laughs> There and we they go. don't have all that grease in them either. Yeah, they don't have. Yeah. As soon as, um, you know, Skylar found out, she loved black beans. And then she found out they were full of all that lard and everything. And she won't yeah. eat them anymore now. Oh, you mean yeah. refried beans? Refried yeah. beans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not black beanies. Black beans are good. Okay. Yeah. So our first layer here is going to be our refried beans. Uh -huh. So we just want to spread mm. them out in the bottom. And they'll spread kind of like a paste. Cheryl, I can't wait. I can, I can even sort of smell that. So. Oh, me too. Ugh. And by putting the um, putting the tomatoes kind of a little spicy, it's going to add some nice seasoning to it mm -hmm. that you won't have to worry about, you know, seasoning up the black beans or any of that stuff, too. Now, I've also seen iced tomatoes. They have them with the chilies, the green chilies. Yeah, And they the do. onions. They also have them with basil and herbs. They have them with garlic. And those are always, they're in about a 15-ounce can, but they're nice to have around. Boil some pasta and throw a can of that in with it and stir it up and serve it up. Oh, and wow. A quick little change of pace or, uh, you know, anything that you can pop some diced tomatoes in with the with the, the herbs in it, too. It just really helps enhance and bring out a better flavor. Mm -hmm. So now, where do we go from here? I think over the beans, we're going to go ahead and lay some of our cheddar cheese. So we've got the nice dark color of the beans. So I'm just going to sprinkle the cheddar cheese out over the top. I'm just kind of holding it in my hands and just kind of wiggling my fingers back and forth. Which oh. is just so much fun. And then, you know, of course you end up in the store and you're just like, uh-oh. Isn't it amazing how those tours always end up in the store? Now, on top of the cheese, y'all, I'm putting the guacamole. Oh. So we've got kind of a brownish black. We've got the yellow. Oh, and now we've got gurn. Cool. Got a little bit of gurn going on here. Wait, when you're spreading your guacamole, how are you spreading it? What I did was I plopped about three piles of it, poom, poom, across, say one about a third of the way up in the middle of the bowl. Of, uh -huh. We're using a 9 by 13 glass cake pan, y'all. I should have told you that to begin with. So about a third of the way up, I put a plop of, and when uh -huh. I say plop, I, I just scooped out probably about a cup to a cup and a half of guac. Then I okay. put some in the middle, and then I put some basically in the other one-third on the left side. And then I just spread it out front to back, you know, from what would be the side of the cake pan. I just kind of started just spreading it out to both sides mm -hmm. of the pan from the middle down and the middle up until I got mm -hmm. it nice and smooth. And then the extra I had, I just plopped in on top and spread it out. I'm a great advocate of using fingers for spreading yes. things. Are you totally. fingering or? Oh, good. <laughs> yes. 
And that's what I, I mean, that's what I did as I, when I say I scooped out about a cup, I scooped that in my thing, in my hands. Yeah. And that way you yeah. can, you can feel it, you know about what it is. And when you plop it down and then you start spreading it out, you can tell where it's at because I could tell, you know, okay, it's covering cheese or here's a little bit of cheese and great chefs, y'all. If you go to it, well, any restaurant besides Burger King or something where they <laughs> probably shouldn't be cooking with their hands, but they do. Oh, <laughs> but, stop. I mean, most chefs and in any kitchen, I mean, for a, a chef is going to use his hands. He's going to feel his food. He's going to touch it. And I mean, that's the one, one way they know what's going on. I was watching Julia Child one time, years and years and years ago, and Julia Child said, and I quote, it isn't real cooking unless you put your hands down into your food. So if Julia can do it, by God, we can do it. Heck yeah, man. Don't be shy about it. Just make okay, sure you watch our next layer, y'all, I am just putting our lettuce. I broke off about five leaves from the romaine, washed them, then I sliced them when I, with the nylon knife. I cut them across, or I guess down the leaf, if you will, and then I took all that pile and I made some long cuts across. So we kind of cut it into squares, if you will. Mm -hmm. Some of them, though, are still some long, like, shredded strips of lettuce. And I'm doing the same thing, just taking a handful, bringing it over, putting it on top of our seven-layer dip here, and just kind of spreading it out. And again, when you feel an area that maybe needs a little more, go ahead and put a little more on. Now, at this stage, if you want to add some more cheese on top, knock yourself out. Something else that people will do sometimes is they will brown some hamburger meat and put that in. Now, I've got one more little thing I need to add. Sour cream. I'm going to make us a layer of sour cream. I probably should have put this on before the lettuce. That is this the way it goes. Well, we it's want thing you to pick this. up all that lettuce and take it off. Then put the sour okay. cream on, then put the lettuce back, I'll, right? I'll get right on yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you get right on that. So I've got, um, I'm going to take about eight ounces. Well, I've got 16 ounces here. We'll just go ahead and use it all. Oh, why 16 not? ounces of sour cream. Wow. I'm putting it in our one of our perfect mixing bowls just so I can mix it all up here. And now here's the little ingredient that'll give this a little more flavor. Another little twist. Let me find where I put it at. What I have here is just an ordinary package of taco seasoning. Oh. So are you putting the taco seasoning into the sour cream? Is that what's yes. happening? Yes. We put it in the sour cream, just like you would if you, say, had a you know a package of ranch dip mix. Oh, you're going to yeah. you know, add the sour cream. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Skylar did a um, seven-layer for her home ec class this year. And that's one of the, the recipes she found where they did that instead of just putting regular sour cream in it. And what I did, I put the sour cream in the bowl and then I put the um, taco seasoning in over that. Now I'm just kind of stirring it up, just mixing it up. And because I've already put the lettuce in, instead of putting this down and spreading it all over, we're just going to put it in plops. I've got a fork, so there's one there. I'm going to start kind of in the upper right-hand corner, come down a little bit right about on the right-hand side in the middle, right-hand side bottom corner, and then just kind of work my way across so that it's there. And that way, too, if some people are not real big sour cream fans, they can avoid it. Wow. Well, it's gotten into me all of a sudden. I'm being nice like that. Yeah. Normally, if I know somebody's a sour cream fan and I like it, and they, hey, you can't have any. Ha ha. It must be the wine. Could be. Or maybe have to check the vineyard on that. Yeah, that's probably it. Heading off yes. to St. Croix, leaving us all behind. The mice have already yeah. gone. The mice are there. Somebody's got to get down there and make sure there's enough rum on the island to support our life. <laughs> Those darn mice get to do more things than we do. You know what? Yeah. And now, the last thing I'm going to do here, I'm going to dice up some tomatoes. 
Now, here's a oh. little way I'm going to show you how to dice a tomato. I'm cutting it in half. Oh, this guy's a little bit soft. So I'm going to cut him down into quarters. So instead of maybe a big dice, we're just going to have some kind of quartered slices. How's that sound? Mm. But I've got it quartered, and I've flipped it over so the round side mm -hmm. is down. The pointy, the angle side of the quarter is up. And I'm just slicing through to make some nice, what I call, quarter slices of tomatoes. So, are you saying the skin side is down and the meat side is up on the tomato? There you go. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, thank goodness. That rum was going to, I mean, the wine. Actually, that's what I've been, I poured the wine out and I'm drinking black cherry over here. You're getting ready. You're getting ready. My liver's got to get in shape, man. <laughs> Every year my liver here is St. Croix, it starts to quiver. <laughs> Okay, I'm just kind of spreading these out haphazardly over the top of the seven-layer dip. And again, this is kind of good, too, because some people are not big tomato fans, mm -hmm. and, you know, others are, so it gives them the opportunity to eat around it. Slicing, 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 slicing. Yeah, I tell you all what, when I went out there, and because I've been watering my topsy-turvy and checking the progress every day, and I went out, I was like, oh, my little jalapeno plant, man, what happened? Oh. <laughs> No leaves, no jalapenos. I'm like, man, those peppers are hot, too. My peppers haven't come up yet. Of course, Seattle's weather is a little different from your yeah, it's weather. It's still um, wintertime there, isn't it? No, it's gorgeous. <laughs> when I flew out of here to uh, show up in Texas, why, it, it's gorgeous. Beautiful Sunday. We have all the doors open, and you can hear all the wind chimes. I have wind chimes all around Nice. Very nice. Okay, our last little thing we're going to add to this, find our can opener right there, is some sliced black olives. Oh, I love that. Oh, very nice. This is like a little small four-ounce can. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not a lot of them, but it'll do the are job. You, are you going to drain them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. We're going to drain them and just kind of just sprinkle the pieces them. out yeah. across. Now, something you can do if you want to get really crazy, y'all, when you dollop your sour cream on, if you get it pretty good and precise, then you can come back and sprinkle some tomatoes on top of the sour cream and then a few mm. black olives on top of that. Oh, very nice. All right, y'all. Our seven-layer dip is complete. Now, to complete the serving of this, if you're not going to serve it right away, go ahead and cover it, toss it in the fridge until you get ready to serve it. But when you get ready to serve it, open up your bag of chips, mm -hmm. tortilla chips, and stand them up around the edge of the bowl. Oh, oh, how neat is that? So it's just a nice little little optic serving thing. And, you can do, and it doesn't have, I mean, no, you know, you don't have to put four deep or anything, just... Kind of stand them up yep. and stick them down in along the, the outside edge. And then and you I mean, can just... put the leftover chips in a basket next to the serving yeah. dish. Yeah. yeah. And it looks so pretty and it is so tasty. Yes. Yeah. Yes. At Christmas, yeah, they pop out the red and the green chips or a little color. Man, color is so important to foods. And of course, you know, not only am I blind, I'm colorblind too, that gummit. I hate it when that happens, but no, no pun intended there. Well, a lot of pun intended. But so when you when you're putting meals together and such or serving, try to mix and match some colors, you know? I think one of the favorite shows we did, Cheryl, was the Dr. Seuss show when we put the food coloring in all the foods and like mashed potatoes were bright blue and just just fun. Have fun, man. Green eggs Have and ham. Green eggs and ham. We did that. We did roast beast, too. Oh, oh, oh mm -hmm. very good. That dang beast, he's a sucker of a gun to kill, but got big old teefers coming out of him anyway. All right, y'all. This is Cooking in the Dark. We're going to take a little break, fill our wine glasses up, come back on the other side and say adios. We'll be right back. Right after this important message. Don't go anywhere. You might miss something.
Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Dale. Dale's here. Where are Sorry, you? I'm fixing to dig into this dip. <laughs> the band is showing up. I know, the band is here. Thank our wonderful guest, Marlena, and us. You know where we are. Same bat channel, same bat time. I'll make you fat and sassy. Today's show, y'all, we did salsa, tomatoes fresh out of the garden, jalapenos out of the garden. It is that time of year again, man. Get out there, get you some vegetables, get your skin cleared up, get yourself healthy, because wintertime is not far away. There's only about, um, what did we say, about 170 days till Christmas. Only 100 and shopping, 170 shopping days till Christmas. Oh my Could you just stop that right now? All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell for Cheryl Cummings and our special guest, Marlena. We'll see y'all next time on Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.